Not far off the end of Scripps Pier, in La Jolla, California, in around 205 feet of water, lies a rather unusual historic site, the site of Sea Lab 2. Sea Lab 2 was part of the Navy's Man in the Sea program back in the 60s. These ROV images reveal what remains underwater of that pioneering effort, but the Sea Lab legacy lives on. I hope you enjoy this podcast on revisiting Sea Lab 2. To begin, at long last, to do more, to go further, men have begun to go down to the sea, not to cross it, not to play within it, but to dwell, to live for a while. For 45 days, beginning in August 1965, three teams of 10 aquanauts, including astronaut Scott Carpenter, took turns living in the underwater habitat. Jim Stewart, now Diving Officer Emeritus of Scripps Institution of Oceanography, talks about Sea Lab 2 and his experiences as part of the Scripps Sea Lab support team. I'm just kind of a general coordinator of the diving end of it from my end of it, not from the Navy's. But we had, you know, Ricky Gregg and Hart Flexig and Tom Clark and Earl Murray were all in that. And, uh, you know, we kept pretty close communication. Open up with Bill Batsloff in those days, ran our diving locker. Bill took us out in the boat and we found the spot. They buoyed it for us. And it was, they wanted 210 feet. So Scott and Johnny Beagles and I dropped to the bottom in 210. It was a muddy bottom, it was just a depression that led out into the canyon. And our task was to find out how solid the bottom was. So the task at hand then was to see how far down into the mud you could shove your arm. Well, in this case, I could shove my arm out of sight clear down to the shoulder. So we moved up on the hill. Rather than being 210, we got up to about 25 and found a spot where mud layer wasn't half as thick. And it was still, you know, wrist deep. But that's what caused the, the house to be on, a, I think it was a five degree roll to the, probably to the south, five degree up angle, became known as the Tilton Hilton. Inside Sea Lab, you begin your life as an alien to this realm by breathing an atmosphere of 80% helium, 16% nitrogen, and only 4% oxygen. For ordinary air would be a deadly gas mixture at these pressures of 100 pounds per square inch, seven times those of sea level. But you have to realize now you're breathing helium oxygen. You get this high squeaky voice. And you're good down to about... Uh, about 300 and almost 400 feet. And beyond that, you have to go what, use what they call a scrambler so that your voice goes up through a wire, through a machine that you know, puts it back in some frequency where it's understandable. And then you have a set of headsets so you can carry on a normal conversation with the surface, but I couldn't talk to you. Aquanaut Carpenter exchanges greetings with astronaut Gordon Cooper, orbiting the Earth in Gemini 5 history's first chat between the bottom of the sea and outer space. Hello, Sea Lab. Good, how you doing, Scott? Good to hear from you down there. I read you, Scott. We just met down this afternoon, and we're glad we got a chance to The Sea Lab 2 habitat was a much more livable habitat 
you had a number of bunks in there. Then you had a table, you had stoves. They had microscopes in there and they had everything else. I mean, it just it's kind of like a small house. The hatch itself was raised, so you had to come up, up a kind of a well, piece of pipe, if you will, and then you'd crawl in that and go back down. And of course, the water level was not quite up to the level where it would flood the house. So that was your point of entry and exit, and that was the only one. And of course, it had windows in it, so you'd look outside and you obviously got the pictures of the fish looking in through the window. What they're doing, testing the whole theory of saturation diving, where you could be saturated at a given depth, go down and live at a given depth there, come back to your saturation depth and recompress in the chamber, and go home. And uh, so you'd go out and do your job and come back in. Or if you wanted to go out and swim over the edge of the canyon, made a called a vertical excursion. And they had tables set up so you know how deep you could go, how long you could stay there, and come back to your saturated depth at 210. And so it was a saturation base. Sea Lab 2 proved that people could live in the open sea under pressure for extended periods of time. And those who took part have earned their place in scientific history. The Z-Lab's own symphony comes complete with the curious sound that breathing helium imparts to the human voice. the great bourne of lonely space, while at his very doorstep, an unmeasured universe abides. <laughs> <laughs> 